0: Hello world, hello South Africa. I'm Enzo Williams and your team into Hope Warriors. Next to me, my partner in crime Ingrid Wolfart.
1: Nice to see you, Enzo.
0: Nice to see, nice you, to well, see you. And today we have a special guest in the studio, mm-hmm. Miss and Mama Brenda Sisani. So, can you tell the listeners more about yourself?
1: Thank you very much for welcoming me to your world. Hello, everyone. Brenda Susani, um, I'm a social entrepreneur and my skills are around broadcasting and also just uh, providing services in the world of uh, artist management, world of uh, production, content production.
0: So what brings you to Prince Albert? Hmm. What brings me to Prince Albert? Now what brings hope. you to, to a, a, a beautiful and a, a small village of small community like this? Yeah. What brings you there?
1: I think um, the word hope, the word um, is a pact, you know, Prince which Albert is, Prince is Prince the acronym Prince of this wonderful center. Yeah. These, two, these two phrases attracted me because a pact is an acronym. Yeah. You know, to honour one another, and your your, your byline as a central has got the word hope around it, creating hope for communities. It's things that it's that you know that attract me because, um, for me to have worked in broadcasting for thirty years was simply because somebody paid it forward for me, somebody opened the channel and made it possible for me, and um, it, it has become a way in which I live my life to be able to see beyond what I do, but to see where it benefits
0: and to always be driven by that. That's beautiful, Brenda. So, Brenda is truly, I think Brenda is truly an inspiration. Um, Just meeting, uh, just before the podcast, just sitting and chatting with Brenda, I felt like I know Brenda for more than 10 years. Um, That's just the vibe and that's just the energy that Brenda brings. Um, So, Brenda, I want you to tell the listeners more about where you grew up, about the community um, you were brought up in if you're comfortable with it of course. And I want people to hear your story. I want people to hear where Brenda, where Brenda started, and where she's now.
1: Mm. Well, where I started, yeah. I'll start there. Um, I, I was born in Soweto. Uh, it's a township just outside Johannesburg. The acronym Soweto stands for South Western Township. Yeah. Literally, sure. just the direction of which part of Johannesburg you find me. I was born in a township called Midlands. The majority of the people that live in Midlands were removed from a very exciting cultural town called Sophia Town. Mm-hmm. Sophia Town was known as a melting pot of people from all over the country and the world that were living in this town. And my folks came from that space. My grandfather was a saxophonist. Sex- a and my grandmother would tell me stories of how she used to Make big lunch that they yeah. would sell lunch while the jazz dad was yeah. playing, yeah. and that was another way of spending the yeah. afternoon. So I grew up in midlands in a family that understood that, and out of that came my interest in the art. Because my grandfather, every time he was happy, maybe he takes a dog, yeah. he would actually encourage us to sing.
0: Yeah.
1: So we sing hymns from the church because I'm I'm i I've not you know some touch of acro and all of those kind of sounds. But my neighbors, you know, there was another traditional church, you know, a Zionist church, it used to be drums and all of that, right? And then my my, my mom and dad, they loved jazz music, so all these combinations really influenced me. And I grew up in it, you know we we used to have township games that we played, you know. Can you some of these When you live in a township for instance, yeah. there's, there's no art center when you go
0: to.
1: But we used to have games that we played. One of them was it was called the challenge, the street challenge. Yeah. So the street challenge was we would all rehearse choreography and you know wear, make self-made traditional costumes, yeah. you know, cutting a millisecond yeah. into this and then we would dress up and go and re, you know, rehearse these moves and, yeah. and after we practice these moves we challenge the next street to say it's a face off. You're yeah. gonna perform, you're gonna perform. Can the folk just judge which was the best group? Yeah. You know, so I grew up around that, and, and uh, it was wonderful to just understand one's capacity. And at school we had choirs and it was these two things that made me realize what I could do and what I could not do. Yeah. Firstly, I knew that I could not dance much. Yeah. <laughs> I also knew that in the choir my voice was definitely going another direction when everybody was singing this <laughs> So I made a deal with myself that, you know, I'm not going to try and be a performer. Format. Yeah. But I knew that I loved organizing I around I those things. Those and I think it, it, it came to me after my trip to realize that, oh, okay. This is what I love. Yeah. This is what I love. That's so, how I found it. Yeah, can you tell the
0: listeners mm-hmm. about your community involvement? Like, where have you been all over South Africa? Is it always um, communities like Prince Albert, and what what is the one thing um, that you that you see in small communities like this, and what do it, what do they have in common?
1: Communities are about the community's love language. And yeah. for me, a love language is the language of how you get on with yeah. You may speak a different language, but when you come together, who are you? Yeah. You know, when you go to community together be yeah. at church, be at school. Yeah. So, you know, that's what defines a community for me. But more than that is what they do together, what they recognize that yeah. identifies them from others. And I really like smaller communities. You know, growing up in a big city is intimidating. It's highly competitive.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, sometimes you get invisible, because mm-hmm. everybody wants to be seen. And it's about how hard you fight to be seen. But not all of us have the skill to fight to be seen. Yeah. So some win, some lose. You know? So the smaller the community for me, the more I think it's a great opportunity to thrive. Yeah. And it's just me observing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. It's the way life mm-hmm. has evolved but I prefer small communities.
0: Yeah, one thing that I'm thinking about now is how South Africa developed over the years. And I think arts, which would you would you agree with me on this, arts play a big role in where we are now as a country, mm-hmm. um, because you've mentioned your background. And I think one of the things that we have in Prince Albert, and Ingrid can agree with me, is that As For Us, because I can remember where the As For Us concert started and eventually how it blew up. Um, okay, COVID hit us down, but how it blew up, and through arts, our community came together. Um, so, mm-hmm. what would you say? Would you say that arts can can unite a community or a world?
1: Mm, thank you for that question. Um, I do believe art can unite a community, mm. and I believe we are all here with the understanding that we have of life because of art. Because artists are forever reflecting the yeah. current status. Yeah. Whether in their song or in the painting, they're always reflecting yeah. the environment as it is right now. Yeah. And when you look back, you can reflect on where people evolved from. So art always brings us to where we are. Yeah. It's with reference that yeah. we can understand where we are. Heritage. So heritage. Uh, yeah, so art is heritage and always heritage. So
0: Brenda, what would you tell a little girl Or a little boy like yourself Starting in a, a community like the one you have started in What would your message be To that person watching Or to that person listening to this
1: You know um, Again, it's a great question that you've asked me Because sometimes we want to tell people To be strong, to be yeah. resilient To believe in your dreams yeah. But how is that translated in real life mm. In real life it's translated in What, what happens to you and how do you deal with it? When I was in Madrid, I discovered that I had a learning disability, or maybe a learning ability, yeah. because I was seeing things differently. You know, um, for instance, if I read a book, because I, the, the, the words they get too much for me. I no. read. I can read the first chapter and then go to the middle the chapter, or go to the last chapter, Second. and then only do I start to read the book. I started trying to understand what that was because it was causing chaos with my school life, you know, yeah. um, particularly when it got to mathematics, which was mm-hmm. a subject that I had yeah. to take. Um, and then I started reading about dyslexia, and dyslexia is a condition through which, uh, you know, you perceive, you perceive words, numbers, yeah. letters, and all of that. And my particular spectrum was around the difficulty I had with numbers. So by the time mm-hmm. I was in metric, I already knew. Anything that has to do with mathematics would not work out for me. And yeah. yet, everybody thought I was so intelligent, I'm probably going to end up being a doctor or something.
0: Yeah.
1: So what I did with that knowledge made me make decisions after my trick, which I didn't pass well because of my yeah. disability. You know, It made me decide that hmm, I may not have passed well, my peers may be going to the best universities, I was rejected because of um, I was too ambitious, I applied for the baccalaureate uh, certificate uh, in, at the University of uh, Swaziland and never got it, you know? yeah. So I just sit back and say, what do I like? And a, a young lady, an older woman found me. I was friends to her daughter. She said, we have a beauty contest at the local supermarket. Yeah. And can you MC because you're such a good speaker? I had never MC before. And I went and I, I went there and I, I drove up my lines. I took the microphone and I started running this program. Yeah. I studied public relations, right? Because I was not interested in communicating yeah. to society, right? Yeah. And I was discovered, literally handpicked by a guy who wasn't going And he said, I'd like you to join my organization. There was 30 years of work, today, I'm going to see myself, I'm very because of the impact my work has made in the past. So when you say to somebody Use what you have as a personal skill. Believe in yourself, in other words, inform yourself so, about what you special. in and try to
0: find yourself. That's what I can tell any other person. Wow, that, that's so beautiful. I think I can, just sitting back here, I'm wow. I'm, I'm, I'm mind blown by your story right now because I think young people always try to find themselves and they always try to define themselves through what their parents, maps, think of them, or society has put up. Um, and going to a university is not for all of us. Going to university is not for all of us. And Brenda discovered her gift for something as simple as, as a beauty contest. And I want to tell the listeners and everybody looking me that. Use what you have. Use what you have. And the thing that always comes with the least of effort thats your gift. I want to inspire the community of us all, but the community of South Africa and everybody. Do it. The thing that 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 you find easy to do with no amount of effort, perhaps that's the thing that you should do. So focus on your gift and not what the people around you say. Numb out the voices outside and listen to the voice inside. Thank you, everybody. I'm Enzo Williams, and have a wonderful day. <laughs> Thanks, Enzo. Gracias.